Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Stay on Target. I'm Dustin. And I'm Dan. Uh, this is the new book of Stay on Target, season... What season are we in right it's now? It's got to be season three. I think we're season three. Yes, but we're clearly back because it's time for the book of Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett. Is this Mando um, chapter three or, or season three, or is this Boba Fett season one? I think it's Boba Fett season one. I don't know. That remains to be seen. I think it's season one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you could be right. I don't know. I Because I keep hearing rumors that they're filming Mando season three. Okay. I think because it's a specifically Boba Fett's book. Yes. You can't cross books into each other. That's true. <laughs> Read between the lines. <laughs> Read between the lines, Read kids. between the lines. It's a, it's a Mando season two and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's kind of where I'm at. That's what I feel like because this hype is just like watching a new season of Mandalorian. Yes. Which we had now two years straight. So this is the third year. Third year, baby. I can't believe it. I know. I can't believe... Yeah, we're already in the third year of kind of the Favreau-Filoni-verse yeah. in some ways, I guess you could say it. Right. It's really only been two years, but it's the third season because it was two years ago that Disney Plus launched with The Mandalorian in 19. But yeah, yeah, we're still in so, 2021. Right, so. we're, we're clicking over here in the new year. Going into 2022, I guess, probably the main event of 2022. Yes, yes, I guess. But yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I just can't wait. To see uh, Tamora Morrison back as uh, Boba Fett. I love the fact that he's the right age, that they're making it all line up. Mm-hmm. Tamora Morrison is such a, such a good actor in general. Um, we really liked him in, uh, what was that movie you really liked him in? Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. And it's, Solid. And the original trilogy fans, the OT fans, should be pretty excited about it. This The, the buzz should start circulating. Yeah. To the non-hardcore Star Wars fans, but to the original trilogy fans, I think this is going to bring some of them back into Disney Plus and be like, we got to check that out because didn't Boba Fett die in the Sarlacc pit at the hands of Han Solo? I think that's what got a lot of people back for season two of Mando in a lot of ways because pretty early on, Mando or uh, Boba Fett shows up and everybody's like, what? What?" And they kind of just left it a mystery. It still kind of is a mystery. Yeah. That's one of the big things I'm hoping they answer with this show. They got, they have to. They have to show. But this has got to be the answer. How did he survive that? Yeah, this has to be but, the answer. But you're absolutely right. I think this will bring back a lot of their OT fans, especially since it's five years after he supposedly died. Yeah. So, or five years. It's like five, five and a half, six now because Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian was five years after. I'm not sure the time frame 100, percent but it's right around that. Which, funny enough, is right around the same time that Thrawn. Uh, Thrawn series takes place. So I'm really hoping they're leading to that. I'd be I'd be fine with that. But with all the trailers we've seen, um, what are you most excited for when it comes to this series? I, I know what I, I kind of have an idea of how it's going to go, but I don't know exactly. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he does uh, with the, the various houses maybe on yeah. Tatooine. The crime syndicates. The crime syndicates, how he brings them together or doesn't bring them together. Right. I picture lots of wars and battles. I'm excited about the action. And seeing him, yeah, teaming up with uh, what's her name, Finnick Shand, and yep. whoever else he brings on. I don't know. I I just am excited about whatever they're going to give us that we have not seen in the trailers. Yeah, yeah I am exactly. predicting a good amount of spoiler or uh, Easter eggs, stuff like that. Yep, surprise visits from characters we may have seen before or not. Do you think Mando's going to be in it? <sighs> I don't know. I think he's going to be in it. I, I, I wonder if it, if just his voice, if he's going to have a phone call with him or a hollow call. They could. Yeah, I guess they could. I, yeah. 
But the only thing is, I don't know how they, they're going to bring Mando in for the fact that, you know, he's kind of off. He might, we don't know what Mando's doing at this point, you know, where we left off with season two. It's just, that's, see, this Rogue is where just, I'm at. Yeah. This is why I said, is this Mandalorian season three? Because right. we got Boba in, in season two of the Mando. Are we going to get Mando in well, season one of Boba? Well, that's why I feel like it's going to be 2.5 because I think they're going to hint at what Mando's doing, but they're not going to okay. give away. And I think that might lead into season three. I think you're right. Potentially. Or at least there's... it's Mando might be like a side thing that like yes. kind of appears. like a, Kind of like how Boba Fett was kind of really a additional character yeah. to um, Mando season two. I think they're going to do kind of the same thing in reverse with Mando. Cool. Because they want to... I think they want to get that fan base that they had with Mando back in this one too. Yeah. But really, yeah, you're getting the OT fans with... Uh, Boba Fett. You know, everybody loved Boba Fett. He was so oh, yeah. cool. Even in the... It's kind of controversial in some ways, but even the original uh, series, they redubbed Tamora Morrison's voice in the Correct. OT. So they have a through line of Tamora Morrison yeah. is really Jango Fett and yeah. solidifying himself as Boba Fett. Although there have been, I think, four or five different Boba Fetts at this point. Yes. I just don't know how you can see Tamara Morrison and not be like, that's so awesome. <laughs> right. You see him on screen and you're like, that's cool. Right, right. He didn't he didn't necessarily upstage Mandalorian, but he definitely brought the hammer down right. when he showed up in uh, the second season of Mandalorian. But as you, as you can tell, we have not seen this first episode yet and we are just about to watch it. So this first episode, which is just called Chapter One. Chapter One of a book. A book. We're opening the... The book. Turn I really the page. hope. I really hope they do the classic Disney intro of the book opening up. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> and it's just both of them murdering somebody. <laughs> wow, that got dark really that fast. Got dark. I'm sorry. Maybe not murdering, but you know, doing some bounty. Boba Fett messing some people up. Hey, he was a bad guy last time we saw him in the original trilogy. Yeah. Well, he. I would. I wouldn't. Yes, but also uh -huh. no. A yes and no <laughs> for but, the fact that he's kind of for hire. Yeah. He, he really just did what the highest but bid what, was. He, he really did make it sting when he turned in uh, Han Solo. You know? No, he. I mean, he, he stuck was, it to the heroes for sure. He definitely went where the money was. Yeah. Because the re, I think maybe if the Republic or the New Republic or the... Re, re, the, the, the what am I saying? The, the rebellion. The rebellion. Would have paid him more. He probably would have done something. I think for you're them, right. But I think they just don't usually use bounty hunters because they're not really looked upon as friends to all <laughs> right but so even, i was the highest bidder yeah. but even he said uh to vader he's no good to me dead you know it's true so even back talk vader he just was doing his job yo but with this new one yeah i'm hoping it's gonna be like the godfather Ooh, i like that kind of the godfather mixed with uh you know like what we talked about earlier, houses, you know, different yeah. houses, different factions. Factions. The crime, the crime syndicates. syndicates. Yeah. I kind of want to see some intrigue with more of the galaxy and how the seedy underworld works. That's kind of what I'm, I'm interested in because that's kind of how they left it with that post credit scene. He sat on the throne, right? You know, of uh, Jabba's palace. So really, he became the crime lord. And he is the ways. crime he lord. Is the crime lord. They said that. In that <laughs> they one says trailer. it in the trailer. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I'm hoping it's going to be like that, and I hope it has a bigger effect. I know with Mando, we're pretty narrow on just Mando, which is cool, and I'm I'm good with that too with Boba, following Boba along. But I yeah. kind of hope that this starts to broaden the universe in some ways. Yeah, me too. So. 
I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Are you it. ready for this? Yes. Let's do it. All right, let's jump in and watch this thing. Do it. See you on the other side. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> we just watched episode one of The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba. Yes. And the title is escaping me already. <laughs> What's the title again? <laughs> Stranger Chapter in a one. Strange Land. Chapter one, okay. Stranger in a Strange Land. That's right. Stranger in a Strange Land. It, solid. I, I think it, it did not disappoint in any way. It gave me what I wanted right off the bat. Even that intro with uh, the familiar look, they just panned through Jabba's palace. It was awesome. And giving us something new with uh, Tamora Morrison, Boba Fett, in his uh, back-to-tank refreshers. And they did the what we talked about before in our predictions. Yes. The flashbacks. Yeah. We actually saw flashbacks in the Star Wars universe. So they do exist. They do They're exist. They're very rare. They're like... Uh, Golden Eagle. <laughs> right. Well, I guess they, they did technically do it in Mando too, now yeah. that I think about it, because they did it true. with Mando when, thinking back. Yes, that's true. So, so in the Disney Plus Star Wars universe, flashbacks are really a thing. Right. It's <laughs> it's not a bad way of storytelling. It's good storytelling. It is good storytelling. And especially in this case, we want to know how Boba Fett survived that Starlight. Yes. I love that they gave us that right off yeah. the bat. The only negative I'd say with that in some ways is that I felt like there should be slightly more fanfare because that's a pretty big deal. I mean, people... Yeah. I mean, we've been speculating on that for <laughs> years right? that he made it out of the Sarlacc pit. Since 1983. Yeah, really. <laughs> so... That wasn't a lot. It was as simple as, you know, basically him cooking it from the inside out and digging his way out of it without being burned alive by roasting it. I guess, but... the I only And the only other thing I'll say is... Where did the stormtrooper come from? It's kind of got a question on my mind. I don't know. Right. I, I don't want to be too critical. Well, if you think about it, the stormtroopers were there on that planet looking for Luke or looking for the droids, I should say. So maybe True. in the search and the hunt, they tr stumbled into the Sarlacc. Or, or another theory is maybe if... Uh, Jabba was trying to get rid of some stormtroopers. Maybe That's that true. crossed them. He was trying to pay off. They wouldn't get paid off. So yeah. he just... It's not Threw the first him in the time. Sarlacc pit. That's kind of like his like garbage disposal. It's where <laughs> you dump bodies that you don't want to be found. Right. Pretty much. It's like the the mafia. Speaking yeah. of Godfather. Yep. Putting up the lead boots or whatever they call them. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Throwing them into the throwing them Hudson. Into the, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's what they did. So Boba. I mean, uh, Jabba had his way. It's interesting. Jabba, Boba. So similar. Very similar. Bib. Uh, no, it's just bib. <laughs> Litter. <laughs> Litter. <laughs> it was funny that they, they, they had some interesting words in this. Yeah. We got to see massifs. Yeah. And the, the funny thing too is even throughout the episode, it's kind of like they're getting their grounds as the new crime lord. Like yeah. They have to earn their keep and it's a different way. Boba, really the, the impression of this episode is... He wants to establish himself as the new crime lord, but he also wants to establish a new way of running the town as a crime lord through respect, which we've heard a million times. Not a million, but in we've the heard in the trailer every time in the trailer, which was yeah. cool. And it's getting that uh, thing across. And I think that's why 
um, going back, the flashbacks help with that in regard to he's taking with him what he learned from the Tuscans, I believe. Right. And how they rule. They rule more with respect and yes. some more honor, which is interesting because there's not really honor among thieves. Mm-hmm. Not that they're thieves necessarily, but they're crime. I mean, they are. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a challenging road for Boba to rule with respect and in a different way. Yeah, just the first couple of minutes of this episode shows you the tough terrain it is to live on Tatooine. Yes. It's just like Sarlax everywhere, sand, the desert sun and heat yeah. oh, roasting he got, his body. Oh, yeah, he got cooked alive. Man, what a rude way. He, he yeah. defeats the Sarlacc and oh, then man. immediately gets hit in the head by a the Jawa, Jawa of the all Jawas. Things. I mean, he ended up in the pit because of Boba. I mean, because of Jabba and that failed partnership. Right, right. With Luke coming in. To, well, in some ways, you get what you deserve coming after Luke, our hero, and Han Solo and yeah, Chewbacca. So that's I mean, true. he kind of got what he deserved in some ways. He paid for his crimes, I think they showed in yeah, this one. And they really and the Jawas strip him down, so he lost all his armor. He lost everything. And he couldn't fight, and he became a weak... It was definitely a humbling experience, I think, for Boba, which I don't think he had experienced in a long time. I feel like right. that is a good starting point, again, for this yeah. season. It's a good starting point. You it's want a starting your hero point. and some anti-hero. I mean, he's right. kind of a hero, but not. he's likable already. Oh, there yeah, was some yeah. levity, like you talked about. Yes, we like the, the lighthearted convo... As they're introducing the, the people coming in to pay tributes, I like the the conversation back and forth. There was some lightness to it. It was heavy at times, but still lighthearted enough. Still trying to figure out what they were doing in some regards. Yeah. Finnick wants to kill everybody because she's an assassin. Yeah, right. And she wants to rule more with by fear. And Correct. And, book, and Boba's more with respect. So he's kind of testing the waters. I'm sure there's going to be a point where he's going to have to start taking out some fools. I mean, even later on the episode, they show that. They didn't really give away too much. I'd say the biggest uh, reveal in this whole first episode is him just getting out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest things. And then kind of going from there, it's just a good starting off point for the rest of the series. Yep. You Clearly, they have established that he's not full strength in present day. Yes, that was interesting. He, after that battle, had to run back to the... I mean, they had to run him back there and throw him, him in the tank yeah. as fast as possible because he was so... I mean, he was beat down. <laughs> right. I don't know how many people would actually survive that, but... Well, I mean, for one thing, to survive the Sarlacc pit that's like digesting you slowly and yeah. then getting cooked alive out in the Tuscan... or the Tatooine suns <laughs> and then beat up by a bunch of Tuscans. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been through, and then after that, rough. getting his armor and fighting alongside Mando. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's had it pretty rough for a while. So I mean, in yeah. some ways, he's got to lick his wounds and heal up so he can become the crime lord, the crime lord himself, and that's what he is. But yeah. he's going to rule with with respect, and uh, I think I think it's going to work out. Yeah, I think the mayor is going to come back. <laughs> I think the mayor. We're going to see more in the mayor and see their episode two. With that funny kind of weird, yeah, mayor's entourage guy. <laughs> it was funny. He was kind of funny, actually. Yeah, it was kind of funny, but you're kind of like, yeah, keep an eye on that. Yeah, one. he was a little Def- arrogant. He's like, hey, De- this is like what you're they get. should be paying him tribute. Like, do you? I wonder what relationship Jawa or or Bib Fortuna and him ha- they had together. You know, yeah, I, yeah, maybe it was a Twilik type thing too, because Bib and that guy and the mayor might be Twilik's. Very true. And speaking of Twi'leks, I really, the other thing I really liked about this episode is it shows 
I love how many aliens they have. I can't say it enough. The more aliens you put in Star Wars and the more original aliens in some ways you put in Star Wars, especially on Tatooine, just makes everything feel so much more Star Wars. Like I don't think we saw less... I don't think we saw very many humans. No. Now that I think about it... They were almost all aliens. They were almost all aliens, which is... There was a few, but... But mainly it was it was I, him. You like the aliens and I, I do too, but I like the droids too. Yes. And uh, yeah. the call back to we need a protocol droid. <laughs> that was great. And they go into the cantina and there's like droid serving, there's a droid drummer, yeah, there's yeah. and the the classic cantina band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the classic theme was there, and then you had the droids helping him get his armor on. It was the whole thing, the whole droid world I loved seeing. That's, that's why you know. And, yeah, agreed. That's yeah. how you know that we have uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni working on this because they want to make it as immersive in the Star Wars universe and pay as much tribute, I feel like, to the original trilogy and even heighten it in some ways. Yeah. Because they kind of added some more that we haven't seen. Like in Jabba's Palace, we've never seen the like luxury suite upstairs. Yeah, right. <laughs> that he was in. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't seen that other cantina that they went to. Yeah. Some of the streets. It was really cool. They, Star Wars has nailed, in my opinion, pretty much throughout their new stuff, the worlds as far as the sets. Yeah. The set design. When you revisit the Millennium Falcon, when you revisit now Jabba's Palace, like it doesn't look, it looks very, very similar to yeah. the original, except it's cleaner because it's like right. 8K. You know, that's, it's just I not, think that's almost the challenge. You need to add a little grain to yeah. it to make it feel like it's not as clean and sparkly or something. Because Star Wars is supposed to be a lived-in <laughs> universe that whenever you get that high resolution on like... Yeah. On old but nice new right. things, it looks... It almost looks... It's difficult to pull off that look, I, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, you're right. But they do it. I think in this episode, they nailed it. Um, the story, the the feel of the whole episode felt good. It wasn't... It didn't... I thought it was going to be a little less... A little more grim. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a little more grim, right. but really... There was Pretty a lot of beat. There's a lot of sunshine. I was thinking of the first episode of Mandalorian. There was a lot of darkness. It was just yeah. dark. It was clouds. You were indoors. Right. And then this one, there's like sunshine and I mean mostly I think probably just Tatooine, Tatooine but yeah. but yeah, still it was the but even the tone. Yeah. You could right. I could say they were joking, not joking, but it was more levity. Yeah. And he's really it's showing his struggle, but it's not like it's not like, oh man, this is hard to watch. It's like, yep. oh, here, here he goes, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it's interesting because you think about the time that he was, I, I mean, they're going to, I presume, continue on with his flashback, unless that was the end of it. I think they're going to continue it on to the on, whole, yeah. to up and I think they're going to continue until the point, I think, until he sees Mando or he starts going after his armor again. Which is pretty impressive because you're seeing a lot of, I mean, two timelines played back to back and, and how each one up. informs each other, you know, as he's kind of growing through that, you know, the new, uh, we didn't talk about the new alien creature. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, it's a crate dragon. No, it's not a crate dragon. It's a crate dragon. Or it's then we thought something. maybe it was, uh, I thought maybe at one point it was going to, no, no, I thought it was going to be a crate dragon. <laughs> yeah. Well, we no. saw the claws and then it I almost just- thought it was going to be like a uh, big, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a crab. crab. Yeah, <laughs> I right. It was going to be a crab. It kind of was an amalgamation of a crab, a centaur, a centaur. Is that what they're called? And like a lizard. Yeah, it was very unique. And then it 
did not was not very nice to the Rodian. No. It really beat the Rodian <laughs> to a pulp. Yeah, well, maybe who wouldn't have sounded the alarm? Yeah, they would have got away, right? But then he wouldn't have learned the lesson and befriended the, you know, he earned a little respect. He earned his water cup from... Yeah, he did, from the leader of the, the, leader of the, uh, tribe. the Tuscans. Yeah, and so. he earned his keep because really in Tuscan lore, you, to, to basically become an adult as a Tuscan, you have to fight something. Yeah. To, to make to to make you a warrior to make an adult warrior so in a sense him defeating that big alien creature that was definitely going to kill him both yeah. was his rite of passage so he gained his uh, worth and value in the tribe in that sense through respect again he won yeah. it through respect which is kind of the theme in a lot of ways respect 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 yes kind of that theme plays throughout which is cool um, yeah no, it was good. I'm trying to think of some anything else I want to touch upon. Solid storytelling. I liked it. Yeah. I I guess I we could just go ahead and rate it. Yeah. Speaking of tributes. Yeah. <laughs> for this episode, we're gonna rate it out of five tributes. Five tributes. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, let's do out of five. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think for this one. I th- you wanna go first? Yeah, I think conservatively, I'll just say uh four point five out of five tributes. I don't think there was really anything wrong with it, so I can't say why I didn't give it a perfect five, but I think they have room to really blow up the world and show us some crazy stuff. So I'm reserving that five out of five or six out of five for the future because I think this tribute was, or this uh, episode was a lot of fun. Yeah. Just reintroducing Boba Fett and establishing the world. Yes. You know, but with some of that, you have to pay the price for establishing the world. You can't go too deep into the story. You have to tell us where we're going to go, kind of, you know, establish where we're at and then open the door. And now here come the floodgates and whatever else they're going to give us next time. I'm pretty excited because it was a fun episode and I wanted more. Yeah. I'm going to piggyback right off that. I think a 4.5 again, especially in uh, what this episode was achieving. I think it achieved what it was supposed to achieve, which was get us excited for the rest of the season. This first episode is almost really a trailer for what's to come. Yeah. Although we've had a lot of trailers, but this feels like more of a trailer as to what we're actually going to be getting in the season. Correct. And it touched. It had all the things you really want in Star Wars. It had Boba Fett, which is awesome. He made his way out, which is what we always we all wanted to see. We had a callback to a droid, <laughs> a protocol droid, <laughs> right. some nostalgia thrown in there. Mm-hmm. We had a, a monster, which is classic a Star Wars monster. Right. Yep. Classic. You had fights, a fight scene, some hierarchy stuff going on. I mean, it really played to a lot of the strengths of Star Wars, tons of aliens. So I, really, 4.5 makes sense to me. It, it it was solid. There's nothing really I can complain about other than the Stormtrooper. That still, I, I kind of want explanation. I don't know why that bugs me, but it does a little bit. That's the only thing I could really say. And uh, I didn't like that Boba Fett got beat up as much as he did in some ways. I felt like him being the top most bounty hunter, he could have. Right. But, but when you take into consideration all the things he'd been through, you can just, you can see why he's maybe not on an A game. <laughs> he was times. not in his A game in that one fight against the... And if you have a hero or your main character of a story is perfect from the get-go, doesn't leave a lot of room Correct. for growth. But I think it accomplished everything it needed to for this episode. So 4.5, but I think you're right. I think we're going to be getting episodes that are going to blow our minds. I have a feeling we're going to see some cool stuff. I I have a feeling because it's Favreau and Filoni. They haven't let us down yet. No. We've seen all kinds of 
crazy stuff in their first two uh, seasons of Mando together. So, and they're just piggybacking off in that. I just felt like this episode was another step, another big step forward. Yeah, I maybe agree. not big, but it was another step forward into how they can create these in a cost-effective way. In some ways, with that new technology. Yeah. Yep. But then also expanding the story, paying homage to the original trilogy. Episode two throw throw. Yeah, them. episode two throw. I was not expecting that. Mm-mm. But it made sense. I mean, you're kind of getting the past of Boba and yep. where he's been and where he's, you know, Camino. I liked then, it. Then I did like that. it. Yeah. So it's it's really cool for that in that regard. And yeah. Yeah. Let us know exci- your thoughts. Yeah. Definitely let us know your thoughts. Yeah, put we in the comments. You. What do you think out of five tributes? What where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you along the lines of that uh, one guy, the mayor's guy? Yeah, zero? Should, or should uh, the show be giving you tribute? <laughs> right. Or are you a full on tribute out of, like, you're devoting your life now to Boba, like the Gamorreans? <laughs> right. The Gamorrean bros. The Gamorrean bros. That's what we're calling them. The Gamorrean bros. We're the Gamorrean bros. We're the Gamorrean bros. <laughs> we're the Gamorrean bros. <laughs> we show them next week. We're going to superimpose green oh, faces man, that on would us. Be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, All man. right, that's what we'll do. Well, yeah, solid episode. Looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, well, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.